all sense of self-dissatisfaction that we feel, all of which is the cause of our unhappiness, all of this is not the, is not the reality about ourselves. That's the beauty about the whole thing. That's not the reality about ourselves. Atmani adhyastattvāt. All of this is superimposed upon the ātma, meaning that there are all the notions that we are entertaining about ourselves. They are not the realities about ourselves. <coughs> then only there is case for knowledge. Avidya adhyastattvā. All samsara means all the sense of inadequacy, sense of unhappiness, dissatisfaction, grief, delusion. All of this, all of this is only the superimposition, not the due to ignorance. So third shogam atmavit. The known of the atma crosses shogam means all of this, it crosses the grief, samsara. But how come? All right. So when you do this superimposition, so Vashikara says that all of these other limitations that belong to Upadhi, which are superimposed upon the Atma, but when you superimpose, don't they become that of Atma? Just now, Nirati Shuktika, Gaganadishu, Sarparajara, Maladini, Mithyajnana, Dhistani, Tesham Bhavanditi. Even though upon there is a superimposition of snake. Upon the Shuktika, there is superimposition of Rajat, Rajata. And like the malam, like the pollution, dust in the sky, Teshan Navavandi, we know very well. So this is cause, this is the Samasa, this is the, what do they call it, the, uh, So this is an example that is agreed upon by everybody. Everybody knows that the snake does not belong to the rope, all the activities of the snake do not belong to the rope, even when you superimpose that. So, sampati, the example must be always in agreement, you know, everybody should agree with example. So similarly also, the Attributes of the Upadhi, superimposed on the Atma, they do not belong to Atma, they do not become those of Atma. Etena sashayrasya priyapreyo apahati nastidi vyakhyadam. So when the Upanishad says sashayrasya priyapreyo apahati nasti, that for the embodied there is no cessation of priya and apriya. Is it a statement of fact that Upanishad is saying? See, that's the question is, Upanishad itself says, so sashariram vavasantam na priyapriyo na sashariyasya sata na priyapriyo apahatiyasti. So, when you are sashariyasya, there cannot be a cessation of priyapriya. Meaning, Upanishad seems to be accepting or validating the Sashariratvam, they are embodied. And because they are embodied, therefore there cannot be cessation of samsara. So looks like there is real samsara for the embodied. 
But embodied self is not a reality about the Atma. The sense that I am embodied itself is due to the superimposition. So body is body and I am I. So drishyapya hetuna. What is drishyam? And I understand that the drishya, the element, can have no effect upon the illuminator. Therefore, this sashariyatma itself is false. That is the whole idea. Because Upanishad mentions both of them. Navai sarikasya satah priyabhi apadhyasti asari nambhavasandam na priyapriyas prushadah. So which is right? Sashariyatma is right or asharyatma is right? Are both of them right? So Purupakshi takes you for granted that Sashariyatma also is a reality about the Atma. Because you feel that you are embodied, you feel all the limitations of the body. Setena, that the attributes of Sarpa, etc., in no way affect the Raju, the Rishthana. Similarly, also the body and its attributes in no way affect the Atma, which Adhishthana. Sutradasya, Amrutasya, Asharyasya, Atmana, Adhishthanam. So Adhishthanam is thanam there for manifestation, you know. But still Adhishthanam means there only. It is only the substratum for, that is the, of the body. And so, Martyam Sharyasya Adhishthanam is only a place of manifestation of the Asharyasya Amrutatma. Yachasthitam apreveta evaiti, apreveta evaiti, napreveta evaiti siddham. But he also, Shruti herself said, apreveta evaiti. At that time, the Puru Pukshir argued, oh, why, why does Shruti say apreveta evaiti? That the self becomes as though the experience of the unpleasant in the dream, why not the self really experience unpleasant? Because that's our experience. So then the argument was that, of course, not only Oditi Eva is a property, self is about Eva. At the same time, it becomes a Priya Veta Eva. That can become the real samsari because not, then what preserve the Amrutam Abhayam will not apply to him. Jāvati also has been saying consistently, idhāngutam abhayam etad-brahma. So one that is immortal, one that is fearless, one that is brahma, how can there be any unpleasantness in him? So therefore what Śrūti says, apreveta eva bhavati, that one as well becomes the experiencer of the unpleasant is true. So Shruti herself has, by the use of Ivakara, demonstrated or shown, indicated that the samsara or the form of experience and pleasure is samsara. Rodhitiva, trying is all samsara. By use of Iva, Shruti herself is also indicated mithyatam is samsara. 
एवं जो सती उन्हीं में डाली रखे सर्वपर्यायेशु इल अमृतम अभयम एतत् ब्रह्मायदि प्रजाप्रेह वचनम् सत्यनिवावे उन्हीं दिन इवकारण ध्यायेदिवा लेलायेदिवा भाष्यकार कोटेन्द्र है इस रूप में जैसे इधर दो मेडिटेशन as long as this trial was shaken up. So only when the Ivakara is there, if Shruti means what the Ivakara means, if Shruti means what the Ivakara communicates as samsara is only mithya, then only Yiramrutam, Abhayam, Yitam, Brahma, which Prajavati said consistently, in each case, Sāyātmā, Svatnātmā, Sushuktyātmā, Sampasādhā, then only it would be appropriate, it would be right. Then only Shruti's vachanam would be pramāna, not otherwise. So, whether Shruti's vachanam is pramāna, or your sense or feeling or brahma is pramāna. So, Shruti's vachanam satyam bhavet, so Shruti is pramāna. Nirdosham pramana, meaning the pramana means of knowledge which is innocent or faultless. And that can be only when we can take those words literally. Amrutam avayam medat brahma. There is a rabhyasa there. There is a linga also because repeated three times. Earlier also does say, so, abhyasa and also a linga, indicating mark, revealing what the tatpaya or the purport is, that Shruti has its purport in abhayatvam. Amrutatvam, abhayatvam, that is where the Shruti has a purport. Na chetat kutarka buddhya nushakartam yuttam. So, when Shruti's pramana is there, and the Prabhulatama Paramanam is there. So when Shruti very clearly says that, it is not proper that you want to falsify the Shruti, or you want to prove the Shruti wrong by all these vain arguments or distorted reasoning. It's not right. It is not right to try to prove the Shruti to be wrong by all this fanciful arguing, a vain arguing. Only because, you say, Siddha Sahadana is already proven. Meaning you can already explain that problem is that Sukha Deva Gunaha Sashraya Sukha Dukha Gunaha or qualities, attributes Sashraya, they say that Guna and the Kriya must necessarily live in Ashraya. Dhrabhya or substance of Ashraya is the locus where guna or qualities are located. And karma also requires always a locus. Some karta must be there, some agent must be there for the action to take place. And some substance must be there for quality, for good, bad, white, etc. to decide. So, therefore you say that Atma is Sukhidukhi, we say no. They do have an Ashraya. Sukha-dukha-dana-ashraya, it doesn't have the Vyātmā, Upādhīsi-ashraya, which was Sukha-dukha. Sukha-dukha means that 
heat and cold and pleasure and pain, etc., upadhyasaya, and not the atma. So, so that is already demonstrated by, by reasoning. Just as we already see the fire, then why do you have to prove it by an inference? Similarly, when already this can be satisfactorily explained, the experience of pleasure and pain can very well be explained by understanding that pleasure and pain belong to the mind. The mind is the ashraya, the locus of such feeling, so kamana, sankalpa, etc. It's the mind. So when that is so, why do you insist that, that ashraya must be necessarily a conscious being? Conscious being is the ashraya also. Atma ultimately is the final locus of everything. But by way of being the substratum and not by way of being the real ashraya. So ashraya, ashidubhava is not there between sukhari and atma. It is the adhyavoba, adhishthana, relationship is there. This is something unique about the Vedanta. So when you can explain the relationship as substratum and superimposition, you don't really insist that the snake necessarily must have its locus and rope. Yeah. Snake must have a locus, yes. And rope is the only one that where snake resides in rope. There is another alternative explanation that snake also can be superimposed upon the rope. The rope is the locus all right, not by view of a, a real ashraya, by way of, by way of being the substratum. So this is where everybody is thrown off. All the reasoning is thrown off by this model. They never brought me this kind of, this example of rogues may throw everybody away. That yes, we don't say that Atma is not the locus. It is true that a conscious being is ultimately local of everything. Ultimately, Atma or Brahman alone has to be Jagatkara. The creator, sustainer, dissolver, all of these karma, jaksha, karma, all has to be a conscious being, intelligent being. As Swami used to say that the knowledge always resides in an intelligent, conscious being. And therefore, the Jagatkarta must be also Jagatnyata, meaning that the creator of the universe must have knowledge of the universe. Therefore, Ishwara is omniscient, omnipotent. But who is Ishwara? Ishwara is Brahman with Maya. Because Maya is still inert. And Maya requires a conscious entity in order for it to be functional. But again another argument is an unconscious entity cannot function in its own. Achetana always requires a chetana adhisthana. That is our experience. That when you see a, a chariot running, it can be so only when the conscious horses are pulling. So therefore, wherever you see any activity in unconscious things such as wind is blowing and water is flowing, etc., 
you always presuppose and infer the existence of a conscious being, whether you see it or not. So that is how consciousness ultimate locus of everything. But not the asra, asir bhava is there, adhishthana, adhyavabha bhava is there. So in that way you can say Brahman is Jagat Karana. So then they will add one more word, Vivarta Karana. They only knew Parinami Karana, that's all the only Karana they knew is Parinami Upadana Karana. But then by the Gopsana example, Vedanta is not something else. What is Vivarta Upadana Karana? Meaning that even though we say that Brahma is Jagat Karana, Brahman does not have to be Jagat karma is a primary science. Because Jagat cannot be without Brahman. No Maya cannot create without Brahman. In that sense, ultimately, Brahman has to be assigned the doership, etc., of everything. But then, not in the primary sense. Tato Guru Tarasya Pramanandarasya Anupatte. So there is Sutera Vachanam Vishagatam Nayuktam. It is not proper on your part to use inference or reasoning to falsify the words of Shruti. Because Tatehe Tata Guru Tarasya. There cannot be another Pramanam greater than Shruti. Shruti being the manifestor of Ishvara himself. So Ishvara manifests as a Shruti. It's the only words of Vishwara, only this is one way avatar you can say. So therefore Vishwara is omniscient. And therefore there cannot be any fault of ignorance, etc. there. Therefore, Veda also is omniscient. Therefore, there cannot be Sanupatte. You cannot logically arrive at a Pramana means of knowledge which is greater than a superior Shruti. Pratyaksham, Dukkhari, Apravetritvam, Abhivishari, Anubhoyade, same thing. Wait a minute, but it is our experience. We directly experience what? Dukkhari, that I am happy, I am unhappy, I am sad, I am elated, this is my immediate experience. Apravetritvam, there are unpleasant things around Swamiji, where the world is going, what is happening, etc. So many unpleasant, painful things are there, or unexperienced, sort of many painful things. What causes the pain depends upon the person, of course. Some people can be in pain because of what's happening in Syria, etc. also. People are in pain. What is happening in any corner of the world when the people are suffering, they feel pain. Somebody may not feel pain if somebody is suffering their whole family. So that's a different matter. If you feel pain, at least when he's banged by the hammer, he feels pain in not touching else. The idea is that, that we feel pain. So how can we deny this? How can Shruti deny my direct immediate experience of pain and sadness and unhappiness and frustration and misery? Also, invariably experienced by everybody and by me also all the time. It is a 
Although a Swami would say that is not so. Nobody consistently experiences sadness or pain or things like that. Even depression, there may be a moment. Abhimichari can say, provided I'm always in pain, I'm always sad, I'm always unhappy. It is deep sleep is an example when one is not. But the deep sleep may be a matter of, you know, contention. With waking also in everybody's life, there are moments when one does become free from sadness for a moment. Even these retarded children, all they also you can see them laughing and enjoying themselves, you know. So for them also there is something that releases their mind. So something can happen, of course. For a child, all that you require is something fell down and he is laughing, you know. Even cat is running and he is laughing. And for us, I mean, earthquake has to happen for us to laugh. But that means <coughs> what makes a person happy, of course, depends upon the state of mind. But for any state of mind, there can be something that can make that person happy momentarily. So even that momentary experience of elation or freedom or laughter, the laughter usually indicates freedom. When a person loses self-consciousness, otherwise then it becomes conscious. So even the great people also laugh, you know, when they are not very conscious or self-conscious. Of course, innocent people laugh because that is their kind of self-consciousness. But people who are very serious, very self-conscious about how they look and everything, they will always restrain themselves. You always come out as a, you know, tapasvi should never laugh, etc. So, it's not proper of you to laugh. But even that person also, a little child will make it laugh. But there is some story, something, you know. So there are moments always there. That's the moment of release. It's release from all that burden. The reason why a person doesn't laugh and looks so serious is because so many... So much weight is there in the mind. My mother-in-law is this and brother-in-law is this, my job is this, my dad is this. So millions of things are worrying. What will happen to this, what will happen to me, what will happen to this, so forth. It's constant worry. But all that burden also, there are moments when it just gets released. Swami says, no problem, no problem is solved. His brother-in-law is still in his home. His mother-in-law also is not going away. He has lost his job and things like that. And still, there is a moment when he just laughs. That shows that all that burden of sadness can be let go, even for a moment. If something can be let go even for a moment, that doesn't mean, that means it is not intrinsic part of me. It cannot be my sarupa, cannot be my nature, cannot be intrinsic to me. Because water cannot give intrinsic coolness. Even when it appears hot, it is not given intrinsic coolness. So hot water also can become cold, can assume its uh, normal temperature. Then what? 
even to say that I'm experiencing samsara also is not right, in fact. So, avgyavichari anubhavita also is not right. And I'm experiencing unhappiness also is not right. Who is that I is experiencing? Is ahankara that is experiencing all of that? The I thought. But I thought is not reality about you. Ahankara is not the reality because ahankara also is not consistent. Not only deep sleep ahankara goes away. But in that moment of ecstasy also ahankara goes away. People behave in, very, in ways which they ultimately don't want to own up. So I remember in the olden days, you know, uh, 26 January, I think, in Bombay, people ride these trucks, open trucks, and then all, all people, you know, all middle class, upper middle class people. In one truck, 25, 30 people, so many trucks are there, and, and it's all lighted, and an atmosphere of joy and hilariousness. And people shout at each other and joke at each other. And Somebody is doing this shouting, he says, this person is shouting. So what happens is like laughing club. You know, when people now start laughing as it is, you know, which you may otherwise not do. This person is so serious, you never expect him to open his mouth in public and he is saying all kinds of things to people. That means that there can be a moment when that so-called ahankara, all that also, or self-conscious goes away. So you cannot say that I am consistently a samsari, nor can you say that I am experiencing samsari because that's not the true nature of I. Ahankar is not you. Drukdrishya, you are what? The substratum of the drukdrishya and drukpo, subject, object and subject. Bhashyakara says that differently, jaragarita, jinoham, chapam, he says, you have so many experiences. Just as you claim that and the experience of unpleasant, you say that I am an old man. Don't you, say, don't you claim that to be your immediate experience, that I am old Swami? But which I is old? Where is the oldness lie? You know very well that oldness belongs to the body. And that body is Dushyam, you also very well know. And therefore you are and therefore unaffected by drusya. And still you say that I am old. That means that this superimposition is taking place. It is not an experience. It is the conclusion drawn after superimposition. It is not an experience. It is Brahma or a notion. Ityadi pratyakshanavattakubhvatehe so just as you can call yourself old and diseased and I'm dying and I'm happy and I'm young. So in the same classes I'm happy, unhappy, miserable, samsari, is all the same. Meaning they're all superimpositions and not the we are the not we are. Now continuing page 4 and 13. And he says in the second paragraph, line 17, Dhrishtantopi samparipanno nabhavadiri shankare Dhrishtantopi yavadhrishtanta jaragirahita 
జీర్ణోహం జాతోహం మహిష కరిగే దృష్టాంత ఫార్ షోయింగ్ హౌ అప్రియవేత్త అహం సో పూర్వపక్షి సేట్ దట్ ఇట్ ఈస్ మై ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ దట్ ఐఎమ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్సింగ్ అన్ప్లెజెంట్ థింగ్స్ సో దెన్ మహర్షికర రిప్లైన్ దట్ దట్ కన్క్లూజన్ ఆఫ్ యోర్ దట్ యు ఆర్ ది ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఆఫ్ అన్ ప్లెజెంట్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ దట్ యుర్ క్లెయిమింగ్ అన్ ప్లెజెంట్ ఈస్ ద సేమ్ క్లాస్ ఎస్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ఆఫ్ ఐఎమ్ ఓల్డ్ ఐఎమ్ యంగ్ ఎక్సెట్రా It is very well known that they use old, old age, etc. all the nature of, you know, they are the attributes of the body. So just as you, are, you claim it to be your experience, that I am old and young, then your conclusion that I am the knower of unpleasant is also of the same class. So the Dhrishtanta, Jaradirahita, సంపరిపద్మ Who says body is Dhrishyam? Who says body is Anatma? I am a body. So I am young. I am old. So you are Dhrishtanta. The illustration of saying that I am a Priyavetta or I am the experience unpleasant is as false as the conclusion that I am old or young is not so because that also is right. I am really young. I am old. So, that, uh, that Vashika, this is the last resource, you know, when you find nothing. So, here. Sarvapi etata satyamiti che Sarvapi etata satyamiti che సత్యత్వాత్మాడీ Union of the four elements, earth, water, fire and, and air, that is Atma. We ask him, by Saravad is Achetanam, each one of them is Achetanam, or lifeless or unconscious. So how do you combine all of them? How do they become conscious? How do the unconscious things, when you combine them, individually earth etc are all unconscious they may you know and then they get united as body how do they become conscious because look when you take this uh, what do you call it the uh, no no not peter leave they give a different example 
they are talking about brewing the alcohol. It is brewed from, uh, I think they take the oath uh, or something like that, you know, and then keep it for a long time. And then it gets rotted and ultimately it gets transformed into alcohol. So alcohol is a product of rotting. This substance, like some kind of grain, etc., for a long time. For example, grapes also. They also get turned into alcohol when you uh, just leave them and rot, you know, for a long time. So look, that grain, so it's old, is not an intoxicating by itself. But how when you leave it for a long time, how the grain itself becomes intoxicating, you know. So some, the quality, the attitude they did not possess earlier can come in because of its contact with water and stuff like that. Similarly, each element is unconscious. When they combine, these things can come. So that bitterly with another example, with another example. Anyway, so then now they said body is the, is the self. It is lavukāyatika shankate sarampe. So Bhāshyakāya says, tasyati mūdhattvāt. Na vedānta vichar adhikāyati. Na tamri uttaram dātavyam. Tasyati, this is absolutely gross-minded. To think that body is the ātmā is absolutely gross. No thinking involved at all. So pratyaksa is pramāna. All we accept is perception. We don't accept anything else. Nobody can claim that you are accepting perception. You will accept influence in your life. He said, because when you eat this food today, on what basis do you eat? That yesterday I ate the same item of fifteen days ago. I was all right. It suited me. It did not cause problem in my stomach. So today's Pahani Puri also will not cause some eat. Otherwise people don't touch it. No, no, no pain, nothing, you know. Don't give me that water outside. No, no. Only mineral water I drink. So what have you made it from? Pani Puri, Pani, where did you make it from? Mineral water? No, sir. No, sir. I'm sorry. The, uh, well, similarly, uh, the food that you are cooking, even the vegetables you are washing, for salad also you are washing. Sir, which water have you washed this? Tap water? No, I'm sorry. You wash mineral water? And I think. So, People go by that inference that form someday she ate this salad and something happened to her. So she won't tell it today. It's all inference. Anyway, so Ati Munatva. That fellow simply does not think about life at all. Veda Vichare Nadhikara. Therefore he doesn't have Adhikara, Yukyata, the fitness for Vedanta Vichara for deliberation that Vedanta prescribes. And so we cannot answer everybody. You don't have to. Natam Pagyuttaram Dātabhyamiri Therefore that fellow does not deserve a reply on your part. Don't discuss with him. It's okay. So a Swami you would say, so can you have a second cup of coffee? Yeah. So they talk about Ishwara and Ishwara is the uh, all pervasive, this, that, and still in the heaven, 
And so how can you say that one who is in heaven, how can it be all pervasive? It can be deserved, so carrying on the cup of coffee. So that one doesn't deserve any further discussion. But you don't dismiss it openly. You can just change the topic. Meaning that all right, we are in a discussion of this topic now. Can we move on to the next topic? Astu Yes, in this manner what you say is right. So either you say that, sorry we cannot talk to you, or yes, what you say is right. How? Because look at other things also they are right. So Vashtaka gives example of many others who, who, whose conclusion is similar to the conclusion of Laukāyatika. So satyavajantvadim eva asti eva Yes, what you say is right. In this moment, look at what the dog is doing. Yes, something like that. For example, if you want to do the, you know, kachro karo means. So you are right. That's what my five-year-old also says, you know. Similarly, Bhāshaka is saying, you are right. Look at what Indra said, what Virochana said, what this one. You are right. So, eva masti. In this manner, what we say also is right, is yangi karoti. So, either way, either you can say that we do not want to discuss with you further, or yes, you are right, because you are not only, you are a lot of company. So, in coming to this conclusion, Vashagaya says, Astiva etata Astiva etat. That is true. What do you say is true? Then, Angikara Hetumaha. How is Astiva? Yes, you are right. So, there is Angikara. So, you are going along with him. His view on what basis? So reason is said. Why do I say that you are right? Bhashaka continues. Duravagamam. So this is Duravagam. It is extremely, what we say is extremely difficult to understand. Or what the Shruti says is Amrutam Abhaya Mailat Brahma. Is no doubt extremely difficult to understand, grasp, meaning even intellectually grasp, let alone realize a different thing. But most people are thrown off even at the thinking level. At the intellectual level also they cannot comprehend. How can the Atma I be immortal? How can we fear this? How can Just they cannot accept it. For that there are many complexes already there. Many conclusions, so such deeply rooted conclusions are there, which conclusions prevent them from 
opening up their mind to anything else. Such strong, painful experiences people have in their life that when you say that Ishvara is compassionate, they just respond. What do you mean Ishvara is compassionate? Because their life is inconsistently an experience of injustice and pain. And what has Ishvara done for me? So, some conclusions are so strongly, deeply rooted which have arisen from their own past experiences, that it is, they, they cannot be open to anything else. Let the Bhagavan has created the world. This all is sitting here, we can say. But look at the people in Syria, what is happening to them. In Iraq, thousands and thousands of people are displaced and they just run away from their homes and be chased and tortured, you know. To tell them that Ishvara is compassionate, you know, the world is beautiful, and harmony. What are you talking about? What is beauty you talking about? And therefore, when there are this kind of experience, and in spite of that, people believe that Ishvara is merciful. There also you find people. In spite of all this torture that people are going through, there are still people, particularly ladies, that believe, no, Ishvara is merciful. So they have that kind of a heart also. And so to them perhaps you can you can show how Ishwara is merciful. That pain also comes for helping you and that. You know, this is possible only when you possess some kind of a little objective in your mind. Some distance you can create from what is happening around you. But here this is what is happening is so overwhelming, so torturous, that you just cannot separate yourself from that. So, that is Ashvatthamenam, Suvirudamulam, samsara, Vakshamani, all the notions of samsara. So deeply rooted that the mind just cannot be open. All right? So, Durava, we understand. So, this sympathetically understand. Otherwise, you are dismissed stupid, you get up. You know, I don't want to talk with you. Let us have a cup of coffee. Or you can say that, yes, you are right. I can understand where you are coming from. Because everybody has a reason for thinking what they think and concluding what they conclude and doing what they do. If you go to the person behind the behavior, then you can see that pain, etc. in there, and you can have sympathy for that person. Suddhuravagamam. Avagam is knowledge. Duragam, it is extremely difficult to grasp, extremely difficult to comprehend. The Tika says 9.34, Asya Dipadhe, Asya Dhaukaradik Asya Tyadha, Asya it is for the loka idea only that this conclusion is valid, you know, because that is where he is coming from. Duragamatvam kaimutika jnana. Then we sympathize with loka idea. We sympathize with this materialist, then he has come to conclusion the body is the atma, etc., and the samsara is real. Because not only you, you are, you are a non-thinking person. 
So a non-thinking person can come to this conclusion. Well, the great thinkers have come to those conclusions. Small talk of you. Meaning that way you can have a sympathy for this person. And then he says, Adhikāyana paramitijanako veda yadi nyāyā. Adhikāyana paramitijanako veda. So veda is pramāna. So paramitikaranam pramāna. So that which creates the valid knowledge is called pramāna. And veda is pramāna, meaning veda must create the valid knowledge. What is veda? Veda means the words of the vedas. So really words of the Vedas are expected or supposed to create immediately the right knowledge in our mind. The only words can equal Pramana. I mean, either supposed to reveal the color of this thing, you know, that you don't need other qualifications, I know the millionaire, I know the... No such qualifications require eyes is part Pramana for revealing the color of an object. So also the words of the Vedas Atramana for revealing the truth of things. You know, it's unconditional. No, no, only with my cloth that it will reveal, your cloth, my eyes will not reveal, my eyes are like that. Swami's cloth, it's a yes, it is orange. Somebody else, it won't say. You know, so Pramana will be conditional like that. Must be unconditional. Similarly, Veda also was unconditional, should really create knowledge in everybody. There was a qualification, Adhikari, Adhikayana Pravidhijana Govera. Veda, which is Pramanam, can create Pramiti only for Adhikari, for a prepared person. Then the example of which just says, if there is some defect in my eyes, how the eyes also do not reveal the objects as they are because of defect. If there is some yellowness in the eyes and eyes reveal what is, you know, white also like Pita-Sankara. Even though the conch is white, the eyes think that they are yellow. And stuff like that. In that case, eyes can become Pramanam only when the dosha is removed. So Pramanam Surya Nirdosham Nirdushtam. There can be defect in the pramana. There can be defect in the ears also, and there can be sounds that are not there. People hear all kinds of things constantly here. We don't hear. So whether we don't hear or they don't, we do not know. Whether we don't hear what is there or they hear what is not there, the thing is that when there is defect in the pramana, things can happen. Then pramana may reveal things that is not true to the nature of the object. Similarly also, Vedag also will not be able to reveal the true meaning of the words when the Adhikāyatva, the fitness is not there. Iti jñāyaha tātrushānāṁ anadhikāyaṁ durjñāṁ ātmatattvam tātrushānāṁ anadhikāyaṁ anadhikāyaṁ tātrushānāṁ anadhikāyaṁ tātrushānāṁ like lavukāyaṁ you know, like lavukāyaṁ dhikās who are what? anadhikāyaṁ Lavukāyatika means one who has not trained his mind at all. You have to train your mind with proper thinking. So that is why they always prescribe to children also, they always have good books as a company. Good books, good thoughts, 
So with good books you are in company with great people. Because they are the words of those people. And then you should be in company with them. That's how your thinking also should be uh, molded. Because if they are in, in contact with the evil people, which many people are growing up in slums, etc., they start thinking that way only. That's how criminals are all created. Even if a person is not born criminal, I think that born criminal basically, everybody is born what they are, and then you only add to what that is there. Anyway, because our Prandana would have been completely, you know, indoctrinated. He could not be indoctrinated. He was born as he was born. But still, our Swami likes to say there's no criminal. Okay, there's no criminal. Accept it. But then the environment makes him criminal. Then that's why Sangha, you know, that's why Satsat Sangha Te, Nisangha also, Satsat Sangha Te, he is very important. And then where? But then the idea is that the mind has to have certain training, certain orientation, certain way. That is why in Gujarat University, you know, this, the, the true education is that which makes a person thinking, which makes a person uh, useful to society, etc., etc. They say that's the real education, not simply book knowledge. But then when your mind, when your mind becomes mature, when it grows, so in Lokayindika can be an educated person as far as the, any materialist can be educated. There are many scientists, many people are very arrogant. They refuse to bow down, they refuse to look at things, they refuse to consider anything else. Their mind is blocked. They are otherwise very accomplished people, the mind is blocked. For all of us also, everybody has some blocks. Moment some this fellow comes, the chief minister, even is blocked out, <laughs> that's it. He's miserable, most, you know, miserable decision, etc. It could very well be, we do not know. But that, this is a block on the mind. You see, orange means something happens to you. When you see why something else happens to you, like this. So there are so many blocks in the mind. Mind must be open. So, Atma, mind must be so open. Because you find Atma, all kinds of Atma. You find good, bad, indifferent, all kinds of people are there. They are all Atma. Then in spite of all of these uh, attributes or qualities or nature, Vidya, Vinaya, Sambandhi, Brahmane, Gavi, Hastini, Shuni, Chayvaspapakeya, including Chandala, Anantachiva. So, when can you, when is it possible to see Atma in that one? <coughs> when the mind is so open, so accommodative, then that also can be. Suhan, Mitra, Yura, Sira, Namadhyasya, Vesha, Bandhushu, Sadhya, Swadhushu, Vipapeshu, Sambuddhya, Vishishtare. The Samabuddhi requires so much accommodation, infinite accommodation. So only when the mind has grown into that, then only that mind will allow you to see the reality. The mind will not allow you. The buddhi will see what it sees, but the mind doesn't allow. So anandikāyanam dhugnyānam ārpatattvam is not, it, it, it's, it doesn't, you know, it's not a surprise that ārpatattva, the truth of the ātmā is so difficult to know for those who are not getting the adhikāyatvam, the fitness. Atah asti eva jarabi satya vajanam. 
So Anandika one who has not gained that, yes, you can understand how for that person, so Jiro, I'm a whole man, he's also Sattivachana. That's why he is. Anandmāna means to say, sab jahan baita hai, apne jahasāna sab thik hai. Meaning that people talk about, about same thing, people have so many different views. So who is right? Sab log thik hai, jahan baita hai. Jahan baita means what? Where they are coming from? Means what? What kind of view they have, what kind of maturity they have, what kind of etc. Na tāvata vastuk shadi ityarta hai. That for a Lokayatika, Jirnoham also is a reality that does not in any way affect the true nature of reality anyway. That does not make Atma Jirna. Just because a person believes that I am old doesn't mean I really become so old. But he, there is no way that we can communicate this to him because he cannot, for him to understand that I is not old, he, is, he has to be able to create a distance between the old and I, between the body and I. That distance is required. But there is such a strong identification that cannot have that. He cannot do that. Na tāvata vastuk shati. People entertain so many notions. Swami, I have cancer. How do you say that? Doctors say, well, no, I have cancer. No, then what? Na tāvata vastuk shati. When you know too much, you read too many newspapers and every day they describe this disease, then people are up to reading that. So yeah, I have all these symptoms, you know. That's what people's conclusion is. That I, I think I have this and I have that. Everything I have. Because some, everybody has some symptoms, you know. <laughs> so that way, and then you cannot, in fact, argue, you can't explain to them or you can't reason with them. What do you know? All right. So, this is how it happens. That does not, fortunately, Brahma does not change the nature of reality. I, 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 I show, I know that it is snake. I saw it, all right. You saw it. Even when you take them there and show the torch there and look, this is rope, no, 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 this is nothing. I don't mean this. There was a little snake here. All right. So, Natavata Vastukshati. That insistence upon your part will not make this rope a snake. <coughs> Similarly, your conclusion, strong conclusion that I am old, doesn't make the Atma old, thank God. Duragamatu Lingamaha. There are two ways of looking at it, you know. So, Duragamatu Kaimutaka Nyayana. That Lavukai Vikara, I find it so difficult to understand Atma, is because so many others also have this difficulty. Then what talk of him? That's called Kaimutikanyaya. Kyuvaktave. Or Lingamaya. That is, Atma is extremely difficult to grasp. Look at what is happening to people. That Dura Gamatvam, that difficulty in grasping the Atma is everywhere. And so it is in him also. Alright, so let us see the next sentence there. Yena Devarajopi Ugasaravadi Dashita Vyapaginasa Yukti Api Mumaha Eva Atra Vyasam Eva 
Pito Bhavati Ve. So, so Devarajopi, not any other person, Devarajopi. When the king of Devatas, the Dikas is Anena, just a Satvigatmukam. Devatas people. So, Devarajopi, he is the king of all the Devatas and therefore possesses Sattva. Even then, Atra means the rest of the Atma Tattva. Mumoha Eva, he even got deluded. Meaning that he also came to the wrong conclusion. What is it? Vinasam Eva Pito Bhavadevi. The Atma suffers a destruction, a loss, becomes non-existent. As though, talking about the deep sleep, this is what Indra said. All right. But when did he, after what did he say that? Devarajopi Udasharavadi Darshita Avinasa Yuktihi Devarajaha. In fact, Prajavati with the illustration of the plate full of water, he indicated the nature of Atma. Amrutam, Avayam, Etat Brahma, it was said in each case. So look at the Atma is Amrutam immortal. Avayam fearless. Meaning that what you see cannot be Atma. The idea is that what you see is the body or the alankara and stuff like that. All of them are mortal. All of them are, you know, so creating fear by loss, etc. So that cannot be Atma. Atma is immortal. Atma is fearless. All of this is what Pajapati wanted to convey to Indra and Virosana Bhavas. So even though Prajapati attempted to make Indra see that Atma is immortal by those illustrations, that body is not the Atma, reflection is not the Atma, body is not the Atma, because it is what? It is only incidental. So therefore there is Agamapai coming and going, appearing, disappearing, etc. But it just did not sink into the mind, Indra's mind. And therefore, in spite of that, so in spite of being instructed by Prajapati, Indra continued to think that Atma can suffer non-existent destruction. So Indra also, in spite of being taught by Prajapati, could not grasp the true nature of Atma. What do you talk about Ethika? That's Kaimodhikanyaya. Or in Indra also we find, everywhere we find this Duragama, and therefore, that, so that Atmatattva is Duragavam. Duragavam means it is extremely difficult for us, it is understandable because we see Linga, evidence of that everywhere. Okay, we'll see. Om Purnamadas Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamada Yapurnamivavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankarachayam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Hashyatutau Vande Bhagavantau Unapuna Ishvaro Gururatmeti 
मूर्ति भेद विभागिनेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम ओ शांति शांति हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो 